two pirates died, but only one of them made a conscious choice. This is a major part of the play All My Sons by Arthur Miller. In a small town in America, in a private house surrounded by trees, lives the Kellogg's family. The time is an August Sunday, a few years after the end of World War II. The play followed the story of the Kellogg's family, a story which ends tragically, but we left on a positive note that life goes on. Let's meet some of the characters. We have Joe, his wife Kate, and their two sons. Joe has always worked hard for his family to have a good and comfortable life. We can assume they were a happy family. But things changed for them when both of their sons went to war, but only one of them came back. Ever since, Kate has been clinging to the idea that her son, Larry, is coming back even though everyone else believes he's dead. Larry's brother, Chris, wants his mother to face the truth now more than ever because he wants to marry Larry's girlfriend, Anne. When Anne arrives to the Kellogg's house, Kate understands why she's really there and tries to stop the young couple. She doesn't want to be the only one who keeps waiting for, the, for Larry's return. As the plot progresses, more secrets are revealed, and it, in the end, we get to the climax of the play. But I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Hmm? The play discusses many moral dilemmas. One main theme is social responsibility compared to an obligation towards your family. A few characters deal with this dilemma in the play. The main one is Joe Keeler. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant Keller. When Joe has to choose between the safety of soldiers he doesn't know and the comfortable life he has given to his family, he puts himself and his family first. His two sons, on the other hand, choose to put the, the national responsibility first. They both served in the army and they both feel ashamed of their father and his actions. Another main theme is loss and memory. Larry has been missing in action for some time now and is unlikely to come back. It's interesting to see how different characters deal with the loss. Chris, for example, accepts the fact that his brother is not coming back and wants to move on with his life. On the other hand, the mother, Kate, refuses to believe there is a loss. She's in denial. Speaking of Kate, I have to tell you guys, this is by far my favorite character. Even though some people think she might be the, uh, the neutral mother, we see how she actually controls everyone. It seems like she knows everything and she uses the information for her own good. She manipulates Anne to think only about Larry and makes her feel guilty whenever she shows signs of moving on with her life. Kate also manipulates George when he comes with blood in his eyes. And she makes him second-guess himself. She knows how to soften him, like offering his favorite drink and helping him fight a girlfriend. Later, she also tried to manipulate Chris by asking Joe to pretend that he is willing to go to prison. That's why I like her so much. She doesn't mind acting downfall as long as it serves her interest. She's actually brilliant. Now, I liked how Kate also changed throughout the play due to different discoveries. We see how Kate reacts when, for the first time, she has to face the consequences for things she has done and deal with even more loss. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but trust me, it gets intense. Whenever I think of Kate, it reminds me of a great song called Is There Something I Should Know by Duran Duran. Let's hear a few bits and come back. I should say, gotta make it. 
I bet Cat would appreciate it. It feels to me that the lyrics were written about her. It's amazing! For example, when the band sings, Please, please, tell me now, I immediately leaped. Another thing that Kate can relate to is the relationship that the band sings about. They sing about a woman who lost the man, and how hard it is for her to deal with his loss. The woman's way of dealing with it is denial, just like Kate. They both keep looking for signs. The woman in the song sees signs in pictures and dreams about him. Kate keeps looking for signs that Larry is still alive, like finding his baseball glove, dreaming about him, and even when the tree they planted for him breaks, she takes it as a positive thing. Lastly, I like the line, is there something I should say that would make you come my way? There is something very manipulative in saying that if I say something that maybe I will make you do whatever I want. I think Kate can really relate to it. Because she knows exactly what to say to get her way and what not to say. But hey, enough about Kate. The play is so good because there are so many symbols in the play. My favorite one is George's hat. In the play, Joe was supposed to go to prison, but he pulled a fast one, and instead Steve, his partner, had to pay the price. When Anne left New York to marry Chris, George decided to visit their father in jail for the first time, to tell him about the news. The thing is, when George arrived to the killer's house, he was wearing Steve's hat and made sure Annie noticed it. It symbolized the fact that the for the first time, someone is on Steve's side. Until that very moment, everyone took Joe's side, mainly because they trusted Chris, so the hat is really a plot twist. Even though there is still so much left to say, and I can talk about this play for days, we're almost out of time. So let me just sum up by saying that I think you will love this play for so many reasons, mainly because it engages the reader's emotions. It will make you laugh, cry, think, and it will mainly make your jaw drop when you get to the end of it. I love it so much because it talks about universal themes that are still relevant today and will probably always be relevant. I read it in my senior year and I think younger people are less likely to enjoy it because of the harsh context. But someone in my age or older would find it very interesting and emotional. See you guys next time when we review Shakespeare's play, Romeo and Juliet.